Welcome back. Roll that intro. Welcome to the BBR Podcast. Can't help but click my fingers to that one. That intro is so freaking catchy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to our podcast. We're back in the potty room. Back. You'll notice Clayton's not with us today. It's just MZ and I because we're just trying to spend as much quality time together (laughs) before she leaves me. Yeah, she's leaving me. I'll make it known to everyone that we are no longer sisters. (laughs) I'm coming back. She will be back, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm not forgiven. Yeah, she's not forgiven. So today we wanted to chat to you about a really, really common topic. We want to try to simplify this topic as much as possible. It's online everywhere. 80% of our clients come to us with this as their goal. And we just wanted to chat to you, debunk some myths and give you some really accurate and straightforward answers. Em, hit us with the topic. How to lose weight. Now, pretty much nearly everyone has wanted in their lifetime to lose some weight. At some stage. Not everyone, but a lot of people. I would say majority. Majority. So let's chat to you about the basics, where to start, where not to start, and how to effectively lose weight and control it. And I guess some really common mistakes. Yes, because we've all been there. We have. We've all tried to undereat and then end up We've all tried the 1200 calorie my fitness pal suggestion. <laughs> suggestion. I don't know how I, I got that, but I remember when I was young, I would go on my fitness pal and I would set myself these really, really low calorie diets that were so unattainable, especially because I was such an active person. And I would last a couple of days and then I would get to like my third or fourth day and I would just go crazy on like over consuming so much food. And then I would feel so, so guilty and the cycle would continue. So yep. then I would deprive myself for another couple of days. Then go back lose to control. the cravings. And at the end of the day, I was pretty much just maintaining my weight because it was over the, over the week. High and low days. <laughs> over the week, it was leveling out. But I was putting myself through this self-torture. And that's what we want to talk to you about today. Not just how to lose weight, but how to maintain it and how to not go feel down the Feel like wrong you path. don't have the ability to control it. Okay, so let's get started. Emma, what is the most important factor when it comes to losing weight? Basically, losing weight is a very simple formula. Your energy expenditure needs to be higher than your energy intake. So our energy intake basically consists of calories. So that's the food that we eat. Every single food that you consume is made up of some sort of calorie breakdown and those calories are made up of macros wherein you have your protein, your carbs and your fats. So basically we need to start monitoring how much we're intaking and that intake needs to be lower than how much we're expending. We expend through daily activity, training sessions, your work, anything, walking around, absolutely everything counts as energy expenditure. The most common factor when people start to see weight gain is they decrease their activity. So let's say you're at a really, really busy job. You're sitting down all day. You're working long hours. Your activity is really minimal. You're then constantly eating. So you have a big breakfast, you have a big lunch, and then you have a really massive dinner and continue to snack. The dessert, afternoon snacks. And not understanding and knowing what 
calories make up the food you're eating. It is so extremely important. People say that tracking and sort of understanding a nutritional label is overwhelming, but I'm telling you now what's more overwhelming is not being in control of knowing how to lose weight and maintain it or to gain weight and maintain it. Yes. So I've always been a big believer that it's really important that we understand what we're putting into our bodies. When I was young, I used to um, follow sort of a clean eating protocol And at the end of the day, my body still wasn't really changing. And it's because although I was eating what I thought was clean foods, I was still consuming a lot of calories each day, if not more than if I was to follow a structured, um, you know, or a flexible approach. So it's really important to understand that even foods that are labelled as good, which we don't like to do, but healthy or clean – they still, they still add up. They still are made up of calories. Every single food contains calories. And just because it's got a specific label of healthy or clean low or fat. vegan or low fat, anything, Organic. it doesn't matter. It still has calories. Now, you're fine to eat any of those foods. Mm-hmm. They're all amazing. But it's important that we are very aware just like everything in life, of how much is actually in the food that we're eating. 100%. So that brings us to calories. When it comes to wanting to lose weight, calories are king. Your macro split is not going to have too much of an impact when it comes to wanting to lose weight. What is going to determine our body composition is calories. So second to that, when wanting to lose weight, Emma, where do I start? How do I go about it? So this can be very overwhelming, but we really want to start at maintenance. The problem people have is they don't find their maintenance before they set themselves a deficit. They just go into this huge deficit without fully understanding how much food they can actually eat. Mm -hmm. So instead of calculating their maintenance and that might be 1800 calories, they assume that to lose weight, they need to eat 1200 calories when really they could probably lose weight at 1650. Finding your maintenance calories is the starting point of losing weight. To find your maintenance calories, it's basically finding the amount of calories that you can consume without gaining or losing weight. So it's your sweet spot. It's your calorie sweet spot. Now, when it comes to finding this sweet spot, there are different methods The most accurate method would be to track your food over two to four weeks and to sort of see if you're increasing um, or decreasing on the scales. Now, that isn't always the most convenient option as people who have never tracked before, this can be a little overwhelming. Another option are calorie calculators online or there is this little formula that is literally your your body weight in pounds times 14 can give you a ballpark figure. So if I'm 60 kilos, I'm 132 pounds, times that by 14, and that can give me a rough estimate to what my maintenance may be. Now, we always tell our clients, we always tell our girls that your maintenance calories that we give you are a ballpark figure. There's many contributing factors that can alter or change this. So it's important to start and to monitor and to assess and go from there. Once you have your maintenance calories, Em, Then what do you do? Secondly. So from your maintenance, you basically want to look at then putting yourself into a safe deficit. 
Now, by safe deficit, I don't mean extremes and I don't mean going beyond what you need to be to lose weight. So we like to suggest always starting at around a 10% deficit. So if your maintenance calories were 1800, a 10% deficit would literally be just taking 180 calories off that. Why we suggest starting small is because at the end of the day, the less of a deficit that you need to be in, the easier your life is going to be. We don't recommend doing anything that's too extreme and too aggressive too soon, especially if you don't have to. Why would you want to sit on 1,200 calories when you could sit on 1,700 and still lose weight successfully? Slow and steady really does win the race when we're talking long-term results. We always recommend slow and steady and work your way to increasing your deficit. Now, second to that, when you're in a deficit, What sort of foods do we want to aim to eat, Emma, in order to keep ourselves satisfied and full? At the end of the day, you can fill your macros with whatever you choose to. However, some recommended suggestions from us is to really fill your macros with nutrient-dense food. So food that's going to not just fill you up, for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, but it's going to keep you satiated, satisfied, Mm. full for longer. So foods that you're- Volume, high volume foods. High volume foods. Whenever our girls start on a meal guide with us, they cannot believe how much food they're eating. Now, really, they're still in a deficit, but we have chosen foods for them that are lower in calorie, but higher in volume. This one was probably the biggest learning lesson for me when I started tracking and flexible dieting. I was so surprised at how much I could eat for such a small amount of calories. And this is what enabled me to follow and adhere to a deficit for a longer period of time. The next big question that we do get asked a lot when it comes to foods and calories and macros is, well, what should my macro split be when I'm trying to lose weight? Look, at the end of the day, the main concern is calories. How you break those calories down isn't going to really matter. Now, there will be so many people out there who suggest that you follow a certain macro split because of this and that. But at the end of the day, following a macro split that works for you and that you can most adhere to is what's most important. I always like to say your macro split will determine how you feel. So we did just touch on choosing foods that are going to keep you fuller for longer. So another example is having an adequate amount of protein um, in your split so that you are feeling satiated for longer. So we always recommend sitting between 1.6 to 2.2 grams of protein per body weight in kilos. And from the carbs and fats perspective, you really have a bit of a free reign to go however you like. For me personally, I always set my protein at about 120 to 125 grams. Outside of that, depending on what my calories are. So depending on whether I'm in a deficit or a surplus or just at maintenance, I always tend to favor carbs over fats. And that's because you're an active person. You're training five to six times a week. You need carbs to fuel your sessions definitely however for me personally I vary so I do prefer higher carbs but I also find that some days I go over in my fats and I'm under in my carbs and that is totally fine when it comes to maintaining and losing weight but are you still hitting your calorie intake Yes. yes 
So at the end of the day, your fats and carbs can vary and your protein intake can sit at around that range and you'll be absolutely fine. We also recommend when first starting out with flexible dieting is to set yourself a day's worth of food. We always tell our girls this. And to follow that day anywhere from three to five to seven days. Reason being is we want to be consistent. I really do believe consistency is key and when you're flexible dieting and especially when you're just starting out and you're still still learning the ropes of how to flexible diet, the more consistent you are with your meal guide and your intake, the faster you're going to see results. Mm -hmm. Now, this is very different for someone who's been tracking for Mm -hmm. 10 years and tracks absolutely everything to an absolute T, doesn't change any food brands, doesn't change anything outside of their, you know, if it fits your macros. That's fine. Go for life. Have as much variable as you want. But if you're someone who's starting out, remaining consistent and just working with, you know, a seven day macro split and meal guide is really ideal. Why? Because the more consistent you are, the more accurate your calorie hit's going to be and the more likely you are to see weight loss faster. It's just going to allow you to better prepare. If you ever try to track your calories as you eat them, especially when starting out, I guarantee you're going to get to the end of the day and be like, oh, wow, I'm nowhere near the calories. I'm either under eating or overeating. And And you're left with these bizarre macros where you're just like, what am I going to even eat other than a cup of oil? Because that's all I've got left. (laughs) So what we recommend is setting yourself a day and in that day, including some of the foods you love. We really hate to label foods good and bad. Each day I allow myself something sweet because I absolutely love sweets. So whether that be chocolate, whether that be some biscuits. I'm really into halo tops at the moment. So I have one of those every night. But we factor them into our calories so that we're not over consuming these foods because we feel like we're restricted from them. So allow yourself in that first day to include some of the foods that you absolutely love and stick to it for, as I said, three, five, seven days and then create a new day. And over time, as you get more experienced, you'll be able to be more and more flexible and better with flexible dieting in general. And the beauty of it is you get your halo top at night or your Mm. hot chocolate and it still feels like a little treat. Mm. You know, the novelty of having those things that you love doesn't go away, but the guilt does Mm -hmm. because you no longer feel like you're cheating yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not cheating yourself because you're not cheating your diet. Everything that you're consuming is tracked. It's funny you say that because I just saw a post in our forum and it was like, I can't believe I can have pasta guilt-free. I know. And that is one of the best things about, you know, being an online coach, being coaches, is that we get to teach you girls that you can have your cake and you can eat eat it too. too. It's all about controlling your calorie intake. And the best way to do that is by including the foods you love. Okay. So we've set our maintenance calories. We've set our deficit. We are making sure that we're including foods high in volume, lower in calories. We're also including foods we love. We found a split that is best for us, but also we can be flexible with. Last but not least, can we adhere to it? Yes, we can. Because at the end of the day, we can do everything right. We can take all the correct steps. But if we absolutely hate every single minute of what we're doing or, you know, we cannot think or stand to have another piece of chicken breast, 
you're no longer going to adhere to your diet, which is going to mean... For lack of a better word, failing. Failing. Anything you don't enjoy is a short-term thing. Mm. If you don't enjoy something, you're never going to stick to it long-term because your mentality just goes. It just completely goes. And this is where it comes to some of the fad diets that, you know, you might see or hear around, whether it be low-carb, low-fat. There's so many different fad diets out there. They all have the exact same thing in common. Extreme restriction. Restricting foods. So you're in a calorie deficit. No matter which of these diets you choose, intermittent fasting, um, no carb, low carb, no sugar. There's some really funny juice cleansers, shake diets. They all have the exact same thing in common and that is... Extreme restriction. You're restricting your calories. You're in a calorie deficit. Why be in a calorie deficit and only drink green juice all day, every day for two weeks to then come out of that even worse off because... There's no way you can adhere to that long term. You can be in a calorie deficit without having to face extreme restriction. Mm-hmm. They're two very different things. And I think in the world of dieting, it's always they've always been together. If I spoke to my mum right now, she considers a diet a very extreme phase of eating mm-hmm. where she has to cut certain food groups or has to do extreme things that you wouldn't normally do in every day Mm. because that's the only way you'll be able to lose weight. But what I guess the world has since found out, you know, past Atkins or just the crazy stuff is that you can be in a deficit, you can lose weight Mm. without having to do extremes. In saying all of that, if you are someone who genuinely enjoys intermittent fasting, genuinely enjoys low carb, genuinely enjoys Atkins, any of these style diets, We're not suggesting for you not to follow them. We're suggesting for you to find a style or method of eating that works for you and that you can still adhere to in a calorie deficit. For us, over time, I have found that flexible dieting, you know, being able to eat out, being able to go to social events and being able to enjoy the foods I love has what has is what has allowed me to to consistently see results over a long period of time. I don't gain and I don't lose weight dramatically. I rarely fluctuate. I really have found something that I can maintain all year round, which has been extremely satisfying. And that is why I really want to continue to share this Mm. with other females who may feel like they're not in control um, when it comes to dieting or when it comes to being in a calorie deficit. And at the end of the day, it is what works for you. Just because something works for Sally doesn't mean it's going to work for Susie. You're allowed to follow a calorie deficit diet no matter what that is, if Mm -hmm. it suits you. If you want to intermittent fast, intermittent fast. Mm -hmm. If you want to have a lower carb diet, have a lower carb diet. It's not about having to do what everyone else is doing. It's about finding something that works for you that you genuinely enjoy. Mm -hmm. Because if you enjoy it, it's going to work and you're going to stick to it longer. Now, we hope that as somewhat simplified losing weight, at the end of the day, it really does come down to burning more than you're consuming, but in a way that you can adhere to. I think that is the biggest lesson we're trying to take away from this is that you need to be able to continuously follow what you have yourself doing. Um, And you want to, at some stage, come out of that deficit and be able to maintain at maintenance and, um, yeah, 
A whole nother topic. A whole nother topic. Thank you girls so much for tuning. I shouldn't just say girls. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We hope this somewhat helped you sort of identify how to lose weight and just how easy it is if you do put a bit of time and effort into exactly preparing. Bit of time and effort into yourself and what you're about to follow. Much love. We'll Thanks see you for all tuning in. our next party.